What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another installment of Honor Kings and Sons TV. This is your host, Darian Jones, owner and founder of Honor Kings and Sons TV. And I'm so blessed to be here on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday morning. It is 8.30 a.m. And right now we are about to get it popping. Um, I'm just, you know, here and I got the microphone in my hand. Let me tell you something. I've been trying to figure out what uh, direction um, I want to go in this new season. So much stuff happening in the world. Um, there's so much going on in the news, you know. Uh, but when is something not going on in the news, you feel me? But um, I just have it on my heart this morning um, to just uh, get up and talk, you know, um, and say what's on my heart, um, you know. And I think what I'm going to talk about today um, stems from, um, you know, something I feel like, um, I've been having to deal with for, for, for some time now, for some years now, and that's just, um, addressing who I know I am, um, you know, um, who you are and who you know that you are, um, they could be one and the same, but I feel sometimes they're different. Um, you know, who you are is the constant, you know, that's never going to change. And when I say never going to change, meaning that how God created you with his, uh, with his full intent, um, and, and what you, what flaws you came into the world with, because, you know, um, if you're a person that's faith based, you know, you will know that we born into sin. So we born with the natural inclination to want to do something uh bad and when i say bad meaning um anything that would benefit us regardless of how it makes people feel the world feel um things of that nature so you know um i just believe that um who you are that's the constant it can be fixed um it can be fixed but um and when i say fixed i'm more so meaning um you know uh, altered or modified um, based on the situation, um, I feel a lot of times that we go through life and we are pruned um, so that we can be ready for a situation. But it's very possible that once that situation is over, that, um, you know, your old habits can come back and you have to make the choice to not allow them to come back. But the person that you came into this world as, um, I believe that you will leave like that. In the sense that um, what you're always what you're always going to not like, you're going to not like it. Even if you've gotten even if you've trained yourself after a while to say, you know, this is something I can um, I can get over. But in the back of your head, you still don't want to like it. It's just one of those things. It's just who you are. It is who you are. Um you know, and, and I'll give you a prime example, right? If we use uh, somebody um, like Moses from the Bible. Moses was impatient from the first day he met God. He was impatient all the way up until he died. Did he have to humble himself in order to be used by God? Yes, so he had to denounce the fact that Impatience is the thorn in his side. 
that's the thing that that always reminds him that he is human and he is flawed is that he's impatient right so hopefully that'll help people understand what i mean by who you are there's just there's just a constant about all of us it's a constant about all of us you know we can apply it to anything some people may say okay what about a person who um um found themselves um in an addiction right well that's a little complicated because when you say found themselves um i would say it was their tendencies it was their um curiosity which is a uh, good personality traits about anybody um it was those things about them that they applied to something that uh now became a detriment to their life so the truth be told is that the addiction is not what we really talking about we're talking about their constant of those tendencies they're constantly they're constantly always being curious they're constantly always wanting more right so sometimes we like to look at the addiction versus looking at the habits right and i believe those are constants they're always going to be there they're in everybody right there's just certain things about us that are constant it is not going to change we have to go to god and ask god to give us the power to overcome the urges to operate in those constants and uh we have to discipline ourselves to refrain from those constants in order to get something done but the minute that task is over and there's no need for us to do all that we did um as far as discipline and restraint and refraining and all of that stuff guess what those constants are sitting right there ready to be triggered by anything you know so um that's just something i want to throw out about who you are versus who you know yourself to be meaning i i guess this would tailor to the calling and the purpose side the calling and the purpose side of every human being myself included because you know I'm, I'm kicking it off with me and i definitely want to hear uh, from those that that's going to be tuning into this episode is i want to find my kingdom that's something that's been going on with me for years like i know this to be about myself i know that i was born to rule something i'm not being generic you know that because I'm, I'm a man i'm like and i i'm i'm the dominant figure quote unquote in society that I'm supposed to be telling people what to do. I'm supposed to be macho. I'm not talking about that. I knew from I was a little boy, I was born to rule somewhere. For years, especially in the last couple of last couple of years, I say the last two years, there's been this growing desire in me to find my kingdom. I am 31 years old. I've been through a lot. I've seen a lot. I've been able to impact a lot of people. I, I, I'm blessed to say that every interaction I've made, that I've done my best to be a blessing in somebody's life, like legit. I really believe that, that, that you know, I've been blessed to do that. But there comes a point where you're like, there's something greater than all these levels you keep hitting. Like there's this one level that you were destined to hit. And I've come to the realization 
this morning, July 13th, 2022, that there's a kingdom out there for me. You know, I see myself. There's days I see myself, you know, um, delegating tasks to people. I see myself training people. I see myself leading people to success. I see myself running companies. I see myself traveling to meet with powerful men and women. I see myself doing that. And I've been seeing that for the last couple of years. And I'm sitting here in this beautiful infrastructure that I'm currently in. And I'm like, why am I not there? What's going on? Why am I not? How come I have not arrived? Right? Why do I continually have this longing to wake up one morning and be like, yes, I found my kingdom. Um, and I'm not really going to answer my own question, but in a way, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure talking, I'm probably going to end up answering it myself rhetorically or even verbally. You know, I, I just, I just feel like, I just feel like, you know, um, there's a there's a calling inside of me to rule over people. Um, some people might think that's bold and pompous, but I know to the degree I'm talking about. Anybody who knows Darian Jones, Darian Maurice Jones, anybody who knows me, who really knows me, I've never bossed nobody around. I don't even have it in me to do so. I could there's there's no way I could wake up and just plummet people to the ground with 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 tasks and instructions and and without we are, without the intent to compensate them or honor them um I, I've never it's not in my, it's not even in the fiber of my being but I woke up a few years ago and I said yeah it's time for me to rule it's time for me to rise up and let me tell you something every king only reigns for a while. So, in no way, shape, or form do I see this desire in my life being something that's gonna that's gonna be when I rise to it, it can't be taken away from me. Anything can be taken away from anybody. And you know, um, kings don't last forever. You know, um, because there is a higher level after that. There is a higher level after that. Um, but I just know from the level I've been at now, now I'm coming into my king era. These are the years that, that that I see myself delegating and leading people down the right path. And how do I know that? How do I know that? I'll tell you, I started paying attention years ago. I paid attention to how I'm able to uh, bring comfort to people. I pay attention or I've paid attention to how well I give advice and people take that advice and go be successful. You know, I, I've, I've watched how my skills have gotten better. There was a point in time I couldn't give advice. There was a point in time um, I didn't know how to delegate in a difficult situation. There was a point in time I didn't know how to train, mentor. And I didn't even know how to pass on what I already had inside of me. Why? Because there was a season of my life where I was self-centered. I made everything about me. So because I couldn't see outside of myself, 
I was no use to nobody. I was not able to bless people and help people out. But then I believe the Lord really put me through a season where all of that just went out the window. And over time, I became who I became today. And it's like now, doesn't matter what circle I'm in, there's this ability given to me. And I don't even realize when it's happening until I sit down and families, parents, coworkers, whoever, you know, church members come and tell me, hey, Darren, you did so-and-so. It was amazing. And I'm like, what? I did what? And it was amazing. Like, I don't even, I don't even process. I, I legit don't even process what it is I was doing. It just flows out of me. And I watched all of that stuff over the years, and I realized, wait a minute. If I have the ability to do things like this on a small level, there's an opportunity and a chance for me to do something on a greater level, on a bigger level, on a bigger scale. And I want to go after that. And for those of you listening, you should want to go after that too. There comes a point in every human being's life where something starts to ring inside of you. It's uncontrollable. You must have it. And it's, it's, it's that calling. It's that purpose. You must have it. And let me tell you something. If nobody's ever encouraged you to do so, I'm encouraging right now. Start acting on it. Acts, 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 start building relationships. Start building relationships. Start looking for people. If there's two things you ask God for when you reach that point in your life, it's to discern who is for you and who is against you. It's for wisdom because wisdom um, uh, allows speed to take place. Things happen faster when you're wiser. Right? And also um, um, to, to be loving throughout the entire process. Treat everybody nice and with love. I, I tell people all the time when I was a school teacher, I used to tell, I, I, was, I was a very explicit individual and I still am. I used to tell my students, listen, a crackhead on the street could have a wealth of knowledge that can help you get to where you need to go. Be nice to him or her. Be nice to anybody. Be nice to any and everybody. I'm not telling you to be naive and dumbfounded, you know, you know, have the eagle's eye and, and be able to look at stuff from a, from different levels and playing fields. That way you know how to maneuver. But overall, when you deal with somebody, have the intent to make sure that transaction of communication ends off on a good note or ends off with somebody being blessed or at least you leaving the person with a good thing or a good memory of yourself, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, build relationships, build relationships, people. Everything that you're going to get in this life will come from another human being. You may say, oh no, everything comes from God. You know, I, I had to learn that. I, I had to learn that. I had to learn that. And I'm very thankful. You know, this is a perfect time to shout out my ministry. A uh, special shout out to King Jesus Universal Ministries, located in Homestead, Florida, our spiritual father, uh, Pastor Elu Florine, also known as Papa Elu, and our spiritual grandpa, Apostle Guillermo Maldonado from King Jesus, uh, Maine, the Maine campus, King Jesus 
Ministries. Um, and special shout out to all the apostles and prophets that always bless our ministry with teachings, knowledge, and fellowship, and um, have allowed me to even um, access these gems and pass them on um, that I'm even sharing on this platform. Thank you all. But let me tell you something. Like relationships, all right? God will always tell you directly he's going to bless you. But the actual blessing itself is going to come through a man or a woman. So build relationships. And I just recently learned that, so I'm throwing it out there. I'm not taking credit. As a matter of fact, shout out to uh, Dr. Christopher Balecki for sharing those gems. You guys can follow him. His ministry is in uh, Dallas, Texas. Um, powerful man of God, beautiful ministry. Um, I, I love you, man, and I love your ministry. Um, so special shout out to you. Um, he shared that recently in the service. So yeah, and that's what I'm doing. I'm building relationships with people. That's the season that I'm in. I'm doing that uh, right now uh, because I just feel it. It burns inside of me. It burns inside of me, you know. Um, I'm a person, I love to watch movies. I've watched my Lord. Think about, I, I exaggerate. I'm, I do exaggerate. I ain't gonna lie. I've been doing that since I was a little kid. I would say in my lifetime, I've probably seen over 10,000 movies. I would say I've seen a lot of movies. Um, and when I watch those movies about guys, poor, struggling, guys in the street, with their families, guys, you know, they average Joes, they probably, you know, they not they not sleeping in their cars, they probably have an apartment or whatever, but they just they just go to work, get up, come home, sleep tired, nothing's working, nothing's happening, and they see people rolling down the street, fancy car, you know, prestige, popularity, you know, not wanting for nothing. And they ask themselves, man, how am I gonna get there one day? I'm gonna be honest with you, I felt like that too in the last few years. But I don't even want the flashy stuff. That's the thing. I don't even want the flashy stuff. Like, I can't even see myself buying an expensive car. I can't see that. I can't. I can see myself uh, buying things that I think are cool to me. But, like, the, the typical stuff people go for, I can't see myself doing that stuff. I just want to be in the, in the position. I want to be able to be there and to know that I'm affecting millions and thousands. That's just where I want to be because I know I'm going to flow. I know I'm going to maneuver. I know I'm going to, I'm going to step the right way. And I know that everybody around me is going to be blessed. That's what I want the most. You know, when I was a school teacher, there came a point in my career where I had finally mastered how to impact children. And if you're a real educator, you'll agree with me. I would say about 30 to 40% of the time you're a teacher, the knowledge of the curriculum plays a very small part in getting a kid to learn. You spend 90 to 100% of the time learning how to impact that kid, learning how to open that kid's world to the ways of learning through the time they spend with you. And then the knowledge of the curriculum can start to set in. But because every kid is different and their kid, their interests are different, 
There's only so much of whatever you teach it, they're going to take it based upon who they are. So that's just, that's, that, that's a legit fact. I know any real educator would agree with me on. So when I was an educator, I got to the point where I had mastered how to impact a child. And I saw a pathway. I saw a formula. Once I impacted the child, the parent is going to get curious. Once the parent met me, they knew I wasn't, uh, uh, you know, a blithering, sounding brass. You know, it's all hype. He really has no substance. Once they knew I was a the real deal, like my intent was to make sure their kid was 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 involved with their future and learning. I won the whole family right then and there, just like that. I would win the whole entire family. I have testimonies of families to this day. If I go visit them right now, I can go grab anything I want out of their fridge. I can even go sit down on their couch, put my feet up and watch TV. Those families won't say a word to me. Why? Because I learned how to be uh, uh, involved and intentional and in helping a kid. I produced results. I changed their child. And when I say changed them, I changed the way that the child felt about themselves and the way the child felt about their future. And guess what happened? After I did that, man, I'm talking about what the what the what the what the parents saw the kids do, the positive activity. It, it was more than money. It was more than them saying, Mr. Jones, you know, thank you for helping my son or helping my daughter. You know, man, I just want to bless you. Like, 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 you know, here, here's a thousand dollars worth of tutoring session. Like, no, money could never satisfy that because I gained access to their trust. When you gain access to a person's trust, that's worth more than paper, cash, money. And I never broke it, haven't broken it until this day. And guess what? I always have a connection. I will always have a connection to many, many uh, resources, a plethora of resources. And so I saw that path. I packed the kid. The parents get curious. The parents realize you're legit. You win the family. Now, what happens when you do that to a thousand children? If you impact 1,000 kids and the parents of those 1,000 kids come looking for you and all of those parents find out you're legit, do the math, right? You have now a crowd of 1,000 plus people that are willing to give you anything you want and need in order to do what? Make a difference. And when I saw that formula, every school I worked at, within, I would say, three months, I would take over the whole school, just like that. And I have the proof. I'm not frightened, not lying. I have the proof. I would take over a whole school, just like that. And I was like, man, I got to take this to another level. If I can do this with children and went over an entire community and that small amount of time, what could I do with the masses?
But I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because, you know, children are in a controlled environment. They're in a the school. They are in a controlled environment. So, you know, and, and the way school is set up, parents are going to come to that school. Why? Pick their kid up. So I guess now that's my thing now. My thing is, is finding that new environment. Well, I know when I step into that place and I open my mouth and I begin to step and I begin to move, that I will win those people over. And then from there, only God knows. But because I know my heart is right, because I want to help, because I want to bless, because I want to see people go far, I know I'm going to go far. And that is what I know to be about myself. So I've already told you who I am, or I've ex explained in, in that in that manner, talking about who a person is. Who you are is who you are. The old school people are going to tell you, what you see is what you get. And that's a timeless fact. What you see is what you get. My name is Darian Jones. What you see is what you get. 10, 15 years ago, I would have been shape-shifting turning into all types of people to please you, please your mama, everybody. But then I came to a point after I'd been through so much, I said, what you see is what you get. I am an explicit individual. I don't hold my tongue. I have, I've learned a lot. Um, um, I have a lot to impart to people. I always am looking to help and bless people. That's just who I am. And I hate seeing injustice. I hate seeing injustice. Just telling you a little bit about myself. I don't like those things. And that's always who I am. Cool. What else? Um, I, I could be stubborn. Um, I could be very impulsive. Very impulsive. I need the Holy Ghost every day to slow me down. Um, because I can get very impulsive and get very excited. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a supreme extremist. I don't even know if that exists as a as a word or there's a, a society. There probably is a society, and I probably don't want to be a part of it because it's going to mean something totally different. So I'm not making any claims to any extremist groups by any means necessary. But what I'm saying is I'm an extremist, meaning I give everything. That's what I'm talking about, the type of extreme. I give everything. When I'm focused on something, I give it all. Um, You know, and... Um, there was this term I found out about years ago. I think I was in college when I found it out um, called a multi-potentialite. I believe I'm one of those. And if you don't know what a multi-potentialite is, it is a person that believes that they have multiple abilities that were given to them to be used all at the same time. Um, and it's 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 a counterculture um, uh it's like a counter. It's like a counterculture trait, because in society most people feel to succeed. If you have many talents, you suppress uh, the majority, and you get successful with one to open doors for the other. Multi-potentialites believe that you could be successful in all of them at all the same time. And guess what? It's true. Multi-potentialites exist everywhere. Uh, look at uh, uh, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino. The man used all his talents all at once. Um, and there's, there's, there's thousands more. He just the first one that came to my mind. So there are multi-potentialites. They do exist. And I believe I'm one of them. I have a lot of abilities. I believe that God has blessed me with a lot of gifts and talents. And I want to use them to bless people. I've always wanted to use them to bless people.
I think sometimes when I get lost in society, what I do is I want to do all of that so that I can have what other people have. I'm guilty of it. It happens from time to time. But um, um, I, I realized that what I really want to do is get to where God has called me to be or what I feel is burning inside of me to go and do. I must do it. I must do it. And the only thing I want to be able to get out of it is the fact that that I did it. Like, I, I did it, and I know that it's the completion of why God put me on this earth to do. I feel like I was born to be a king, and I was born to rule over people. And that might make you uncomfortable, because you may not know how to be ruled. You know, we are... Everybody's opposed to rules and regulations. Um, I'm faith-based. I'm a Christian, so I believe the reason for that is sin. Um, and that's a sort of a topic for another episode, but we'll definitely get to that. But yeah, um, I think that people don't know, um, you know, where they fit in when it comes to being ruled. But the truth be told is that, I mean, if you are well, it's 2022. So I would roughly say if you are 12 years old and older, outside of being a parent, you have stepped into somebody that rules over you, which means what? School teacher rules over you, boss rules over Well, let me take that age bracket back because technically from the minute you come into this life, you're ruled. So I take back that age bracket because I was going to confuse people. The minute you come into this world, you're ruled. First of all, you're a baby. You rule by your tendencies. Babies operate off of instinct and the base, the base um, activation of their systems in their body um, and their, their cognitive skills as it, as it comes about. And of course, the maneuvering and understanding of human beings around them. So, yeah, you get older, what happens? You come into the knowledge that you got parents that tell you what to do, you rule by your parents. You go to school, you begin to be ruled by the security guards, the authority figures in the building, administration, your teachers. You get old enough, you get a boss from a job, that boss rules over you. Right? Um, and then you have your social, emotional, your psychosomatic, you know, your spiritual, all these different uh, uh, realms of things that rule you. But everybody um, has a form of rebellion in them when it comes to being ruled. So if I tell myself I want to be a king and a bunch of people hear that, automatically inside of you, you think, oh, you ain't going to rule over me. Okay, I understand it. That's a natural inclination. I say that to myself if somebody wants to say, um, I want to rule over you. That, that instinct to rebel is going is to kick out immediately. But what I'm saying is, I'm I'm doing it in the I'm doing it in the uh, structural I'm I'm saying it I guess you'd say from the structural standpoint of the position I wish to attain. If I say I want to be a king, that means what? Obviously, I don't want to flip burgers at McDonald's. I don't want to I don't want to wash cars. I don't want to uh, uh, pass out. Uh, 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 brochures on the side of the street. No, I want to rule. If I say I want to be a king, I want to rule. Nobody wants to be a king. 
just to be praised. A true king, a true king knows that as a result of being a good ruler, you will be praised. The praise is going to come. Anybody who says, I want to be a king so I can be praised. No, they just want to be worshipped. And you don't need to be a king to be worshipped. You can, you, can, you can demand people to respect you and worship you and idolize you. And you don't, you don't, you're not in the role of a king. Your pride can just make you want that. I don't want anything that stems out of pride. I want everything that stems out of calling and purpose. All right. So this concludes uh, the episode for today on the Kings and Sons TV uh, podcast uh, platform. Um, I love everybody that tunes in. Um, I would love for you to join my mailing list. I would love for you to follow me on all my platforms um, that my episode streams on. Um, it is top of the hour. It's 9.03 a.m. God bless all of you. Um, if you want to be able, if you want to know how you could give to bless this platform, um, you know, um, information will be provided to you. Um, all the links that are connected to my social media platforms, you can DM me. Um, if you want me to come out to your ministry, if you want me to come out to your school, if you have an organization, company, anything that you want to, for me to come out and to uh, speak and impact um, an, uh, uh, your your social uh, network or setting, um, you can reach out to me um, at honorkingsandsons at gmail.com um, and uh, we can go from there. So God bless all of you. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you another time on Honor Kings and Sons TV. All right. Be easy.